good morning from Los Angeles. I am Holiday Kirk, and you are listening to a very special, very early, very smooth edition of the New Metal Agenda. Joining me today, special pinch hitter co-host, Maddie Monroe from Indie Heads. Give it up, Maddie. Thank you so much Hello. for making it. Thank you. Thank you for letting me, let me uh, come on the pod. And then, whoa, Nelly. There are big celebrity guests, and they're in, there's big celebrity guests. We got professional wrestler and self-described new metal girl, Sunny Kiss, on the program. Hey. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. Seriously, this awesome. I've been waiting for this for, like, the entire week. Because been... <laughs> <laughs> they don't just call me the new metal girl for no reason. Like, I am, like, I love this shit, you know? Oh, wait, can I cuss? <laughs> of course. This, yes. is a, this is a new metal. I mean, again, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not the host here, but this is a new metal podcast. If you, if you couldn't curse, I feel like it just wouldn't be a new metal podcast. That'd be an interesting thing true. to come down That's on. True. Like, whoa, like, whoa, 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 please. Unless this is, a, this is a Christian new metal podcast, which that Eat. does... That's it. They're out there. They're freaks, but they're out there. So why don't you just yourself, introduce yourself to the people and your bona fides in the genre? I'm bona fides. <laughs> uh, I've okay. never been on stage with Limp Bizkit. Like you got, you know. <laughs> you gotta, okay, obviously, just okay. I'm I'm the concrete rose city kiss. You know, I'm 29 years old. A girl from Jersey. I've always loved new metal and post grunge too, and just rock music in general. But um, yeah, no, I just uh, I started going to like shows uh, a couple of years. How long ago was that? Like 10 years ago. And um, so I started with Rock Allegiance, and then um, that's when I first got on stage with him, and uh, it was like such a crazy show because it was like. All the coolest bands in the world like i was there when taggy Tujo go try to drop kick press <laughs> on stage really uh, you're there for that <laughs> i i had just got off stage with fred when that happened whoa that's what <laughs> now it was like um the biggest limpus fan you know come on stage right now like fred was like yeah, who's the biggest limpus fan and my friends are like that's you that's you that's you so they're like like <laughs> go go on stage or whatever and um, I was a little annoyed, I'm not going to lie, because, and I think Fred was too. So, like, you get on stage right, with, your, with the hottest band in the world. Everybody loves this kid, of course. So, it's like, you're going to go on stage with, the, with your favorite band. Why are you putting a camera? So, you know, Fred's really old school. So, he's like, get that fucking camera out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that was a moment that you kind of robbed yourself of, because instead of, like, just enjoying the moment, I, sure, I really shouldn't say this, because I guess everybody's different, you know, like, people looking me contracting myself but it's like i feel like everybody's different and i feel like if you want to enjoy that moment you should be able to but also too it's like come on like just live in the moment but yeah it was super super cool i i had known about your your new metal interests for a long time i the my now my issue though is that as self-described new metal ceo i'm like learning about wrestling on the job because i had no wrestling interest growing up it's so. still insane to me. It's still insane to me, like that that you are this you know self proclaimed CEO of New Metal and you never got into pro wrestling at all. Like I took I took Kirk to his first uh, pro wrestling show like a couple months ago to a GCW show in LA. You know that was that was sick. I'm like I, the fact that was that was your first one. I still it, it doesn't it doesn't compute to me. I still do not understand because I feel like New Metal and pro wrestling are so like so linked together. Cause like that's how I discovered new metal was like watching pro wrestling as a kid and seeing the promo packages and being like, wow, this is sick. Like, I mean the stone cold, the rock, my way promo. Holy shit. That's just, I was, and I was, I was cinema right there. I was scandaled for the entire, I was, I was taken aback by the entire wrestling show. I was like, I was like, is that a chair? Is he going, <laughs> is he going to use a chair? Is that illegal? Is someone going to stop him? So it's been, it's been a process. Um, Sonny, do you have any particular wrestling themes that you like prefer the most that you like the most? That's a good question. Mm. I've been really into Break the Walls Down by Seven Dust recently, which is the Chris Jericho theme. Right, right. I don't even know. Like, I remember they had the album where it was like they had a bunch of like people doing like uh, remixes of like their music. Reckless, Reckless Intent. Yeah. And I'm just like, hmm. I don't know. Hmm. That's a good question. I'll have to sleep on that and think about it. It's a, it's a lot of, there are a lot of really fun themes out there. I like the, um, who did Stone Cold's theme? The, the I think it's Jim Johnson. I think that's, I think that's just, uh, oh, oh, that, that's Disturbed. Yeah, the yeah. That, the other Glass Shatters. Yeah. Sure? Okay. Yeah. See, look at me. Like, I need to get it together. I didn't even know that. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah no, that's Blushers is cla- cool. it's classic. Yeah. Yeah, we're like almost the same age. Oh, well, you're 29, I'm 30. So we're like, somehow it's like spiritually, we're like 100 years apart. But um, <laughs> you'll see once that first number changes, you'll see. I'm like annoyingly bubbly sometimes, I think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I'm wondering, though, as, as someone that was in the same like age range as I was, were you into new metal? as a child and then you grew out of it and then got back into it i think yeah i think especially when it comes to like music and uh fashion culture etc i think things come in waves and i feel like because i'm also like even being into new metal i'm also like super into like boy bands and stuff like that so i feel like you kind of like weed in and out of it in a way like it's like it's like it's phenomenons you know what i mean like they become a thing and they're no longer a thing anymore like Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're very similar to, T- to TRL in, in a way because they yeah. they would also go back and forth in, in, in like, like the same show like, between while band like and metal. simultaneously while new metal was like super super hot the teen pop phenomenon was super hot too like it was Britney and Christina you know and Sync and they were all on TRL as well while Fred and Papa Roach and you know like they were all like going on there and doing interviews and yeah I feel like it's just kind of like it goes in waves. TRL is a funny one. We just did an episode with Kevin Kinney, who's the current host of TRL. And I had to play catch up on that too. I'd never seen TRL growing up. So I was like looking up the number one video for each week. Maddie, shut the man, fuck you. Over there. <laughs> just, he's I over don't there. Under, he, we need to do camera off. You're going to be over there. He's over there. He's like, oh. I just, again, just because so so many of like my own personal like touch points for new metal are just like not yours. And it's like, I don't understand how, like, how did you get in this genre if like, if it wasn't pro wrestling, if it wasn't TRL, like how did you get into new metal? Chicago alternative rock radio, baby. Okay, there you go. That that yeah. that's the third connector. So that that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you would jump on my podcast, try to pull my card. I'm not gonna pull your card. I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm just asking questions. Okay, I'm asking questions. Holiday Kirk. I'm just no. trying to get to the bottom of, of 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 your new metal conundrum. You know. But TRL TRL is interesting because TRL for the first like month of its existence it was literally back to back it was in sync backstreet boys dueling and out for number one and then what happens in the second month freak on a leash and that was the first video to hit number one that was was not by backstreet boys or in sync and i think it was the first video that had to be retired or something like that right yes yeah yeah maddie's yes I know this one. <laughs> yeah. Because, again, I, I'm currently developing like a podcast series about like the retired videos from TRL and like, yeah, Freak Unleash is the first one. That's, that's the first one they had to retire because it. And just follow the leader. It's just such an incredible album. Like, let's talk about how iconic that album is because it really is. Like, I think it's one of it's it, it's the, one of the defining albums of the genre. To be honest. Well, there's no way to front on that one. So it is interesting to me that they were able to release that album and, you know, go platinum seven times over or whatever and maintain sort of that underdog status just because of the boy bands of that era were like so supernova. So they were like competing on that same level and that kind of made them underdogs by being in that same sphere. Like they weren't like competing with other rock bands. They were competing with the boy bands. So right. you wanted to see them succeed if you were a teenager during that time just to take the boy bands down. I think too with me, I feel like um, back in those days, you weren't allowed to like different things. So being like a boy band fanatic and also being super like like being a new metal girl, I feel like people kind of like side eyed you if you were like singing that Backstreet Boys song and and even like Fred. You remember you remember um Side Ninety Nine? He's like, don't get the fucking Backstreet. Who likes it? Sing. Don't get the Backstreet Boys CD or whatever. And I'm just like. I I know this is true because I liked the Backstreet Boys and Aaron Carter and I had to be like I think my own dad was I was at Best Buy and I was like can we get this Aaron Carter album my dad was like no like you don't want that don't do this he was was like he he was like he was like son don't do this to yourself right oh he did buy actually actually he actually it's funny he actually did buy me the Aaron Carter one it was a compromise pick because I wanted no strings attached by NSYNC and he's like He's like, he's like, please, no, no son of mine. <laughs> Did Corn ever do anything for wrestling? Oh, I'd have to think. I feel like they, they had to have performed at like a pay-per-view or something. I want to say I no. Want to have one of their theme songs as a, did they? Mm, I don't know. I don't know if that happened either. I really don't know. Uh, I ran a poll the other day 
of the two bands that I feel like wrestling just own those two bands, own their souls, which was uh, Saliva and the Union Underground. You've been running a lot of uh, controversial polls. <laughs> I, love, I love doing that. <laughs> and I'm just like, nope, I'm not picking between these two incredible bands. It's not happening. And I don't, I don't do it to just rile people up. I'm really trying to find the polls that are going to like come close, like the ones that are competitive. Interesting. Like, uh, like I, I did the, the best poll I think I've ever done was uh, I, I put the three singles from System of a Down's Toxicity mm-hmm. against each other. So it was uh, Chop Suey versus Toxicity versus Aerials. And it came out dead, dead heat. It was a tie between all three of them. It was crazy. I was I was like, wow. So those, those are the ones I like to read. I don't like to read. The, I don't like to do the ones that are just straight blowout polls, which speaking of which, did you see the polls that I did where I tried to find a wrestler that would beat? Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, I don't think I've seen that one. Nobody came close. I did The Rock versus Stone Cold, and I did Undertaker, and I did, I don't remember the third one. Was I think you did Jericho. I saw, yeah, that's Jericho. what I thought. They and they all got their asses beat by Stone Cold every single time. There's just, that's, I guess that he's the guy. I mean, Stone Cold is, I mean, again, Stone Cold is very new metal to me. He just gives me, yes. yeah, he just screams new metal. So well, yeah, one of the most, I mean, in general, I mean, I think like him and Jericho, probably some of the most new metal wrestlers like ever, yeah. for, for sure. Just because obviously Stone Cold, we had the Disturbed theme for one, you know, during that that period in like, I think 2001 is when when he was rocking with that theme, like during the invasion angle. Like, when was the general, attitude? He, when was attitude? That's your, like, nine, yeah, 97 to 02. Oh, 02. Okay, I thought it was I would, I would go a little, I would go, like, I think, like, a little past the invasion. I feel like the okay. end of, a little past the invasion is the end of Attitude Era, I would say. Because I think, like, you don't really get Ruthless Aggression until, like, the brand split. Like, that's, that's where true. I think, that, okay. that's where I would consider yeah. the start of Ruthless Aggression. Kirk has no idea what we're talking about. He I'm no, dude. I brought you. He doesn't I brought, know the era. This was no the, the split. You know. First of all, first of all, thing, Kirk. Let's come on, get it together. I, I do know Kirk. the. I do know the goddamn. We, I know the eras. I have the entire WrestleMania 17 on my my computer right now in MP4 format. <laughs> all four hours of it. He's like, that's my argument. I have the entire. <laughs> well, like, it's not. Time, you know, I'm playing catch because I didn't grow up on it. But come oh, on, you yeah. act like I don't do my research. So. <laughs> Uh, totally blanked. Fuck you. You threw me off now. Pulling my card. Out <laughs> but that is why I, I called Maddie out for this one because I couldn't. None of my other co-hosts could make it, and I'm like, I need someone that's gonna know what the hell they're talking about. So hey, if you want to just go off on the eras, that is a okay with me. Um, but no, um, Corn was not. I don't think Corn was involved in wrestling at all. And I think it, I think the bands that clicked with wrestling were the bands that had a much more conventional hard rock angle to them, mm-hmm. like Saliva and Creed and what the hell godsmack you'd think and yet i feel like some like um bands like obviously like they don't really like the the new metal term right and i feel like also too i feel like the like the music world puts certain bands in the new metal genre that aren't necessarily new metal like guilty do you okay (laughs) (laughs) um because i feel like certain bands like they i guess just based on the era that they came out in or even like cold i I love like cold when i Spirit bands, and I'm actually gonna see them soon on tour. So. Really? Yeah. I saw them in 2019. VIP. I met the band. Ooh. Yeah. So Ooh, shout out to Cold. Pretty. Yeah, they're super awesome. I can't wait for the year of the spider to work. Like I am. That album is one of my favorites. Oh, like, that's so legit. But I don't know. I don't. I don't consider that new metal. Though. I don't know. I feel like Cold is more like post grunge. No, Cold say. is totally new metal. No. No. <laughs> Do not. You will not take Cold from me. Damn it. Uh, I know. I, I love the shit out of Cole. Is what I'm saying. I'm just. I just feel like it's. I don't know. What like? What song will be considered like new metal? I don't know. Like they're. I feel like, like they're more grungy. I would like, say Remedy is new metal. You're right. Okay. Yeah. No, that's true. And I do think I do understand what you're talking about because by the time they made uh, a different kind of pain, they had basically cut ties with with new metal by that point, and then that one's like very ballady, very post grunge. But I would think Cold Self Titled Ross Robinson did it, so that's definitely new metal. And then Thirteen Ways to Bleed on Stage is pretty firmly new metal in that post Alice in Chains, somewhat darker grunge, yeah, grunge influenced side, but it has a lot of the same like bounce riffs and uh, what not associated with it. Like when you think of new metal, you also people think of rapping when it's also not just about the rapping it's just it's the sound of the drums it's it's the funkiness of it it's it's the combination of genres yeah and i absolutely. feel like yeah i guess that's a great argument now yeah yeah I, 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 okay yeah oh this new metal i totally <laughs> for, I, 
I totally forgot Cold <laughs> were a part of the wrestling apparatus too. I mean, they made Gone Away specifically. Gone Away, I love that song so much. One of my favorites too. I love that song. But yeah, definitely, they definitely had like bands like, also like Seether and then Papa Roach, uh, who you chimed in on. It, so it's funny. I did a, a really quick poll. I tried to, I'm trying to, I tried to find something. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do One Step Closer by Linkin Park versus Last Resort. And then Last Resort got crushed and people were coming out of the woodwork to just be like, well, Papa Roach is a terrible band. So this is the easiest decision of my life. And I was like, I was saw like, that. I was like, Mm-mm. you didn't see that. I know. I was like, I was like, that's weird. I mean, personally speaking, I, I will say I did, I did vote for Last Resort. I like Last Resort. I mean, I would say, I think Linkin Park is, is a better band than Papa Roach. But I think One Step Closer is like not, even though that's like one of the classic Linkin Park tunes, that's not like my, I, I feel like Linkin Park are better when they, weirdly enough, I feel like when Linkin Park like really leans into the metal side of new metal, I feel like that's where some of the weaknesses show. But when they kind of go more on the, on the more like pop stuff, I mean like pop in a very loose sense, but stuff like Breaking the Habit, stuff like, um, uh, all the all the all the other classics. I'm I'm. It's ADM. I'm blanking on on every Lincoln Park song besides Breaking the Numb, Habit, which is one of the best the songs end. ever made. Numb and in the end, like I I do I do like this. You really don't need to call those pop in a loose sense of the world. They're they're just they're pop songs. Like every band kind of has to cross over at some point. Like I feel like even too like even with Olympus gets still heavy top of starfish. People are people said that they went pop during significant other. I feel like like it's like. Are you saying they went pop because it doesn't sound like three dollar bill, y'all? Or are you saying it's pop because it actually sounds poppy? Well, hold on. Now, now one of the defining tenets though of new metal is that nobody gave a shit if you sold out. That that really wasn't like a thing. Every new metal band was ready to sell out right away. You know, I like corn weren't like, we're staying underground forever. You know, they're like, they're like, we need to shoot the most expensive videos we can and we need to sign deals with Puma and you know, so that was fine. And Linkin Park sold out brilliantly or not. They didn't they didn't even fucking sell out. They signed right to Warner Brothers and wrote all these insanely catchy songs and were very diligent about promo. What is selling out, though? Like, I think that's just such a weird term. Well, yeah. selling out is became more successful. I mean, selling out. I think that's a very weird term. Sonny, the the comment, though, that I was really curious about was under that under the Papa Roach good, bad pull. You're like, you're like, is there even any bad new metal? And I'm wondering if that was something you live by or just wanted to just wanted to defend our, our brothers in Papa Roach. Okay, so I was more so seeing that in general because I feel like it's just like it's just hard to to say that anything's bad really in music because it's like it's it's all about, you know, what's your vibe is. And I feel like too, like when we like put these artists against each other, it's like they have different sounds. Like that's the beautiful mm. part about our new metal era is that Papa Roach sounded different from Biscuit and they sound different from Disturbed and Drowning Pool, et cetera, et cetera. And I feel like it's like, they're not even the same. Like they don't have the same vibe. And I feel like that that's why they were all so successful because they all sounded like themselves. Like they all, like you could, you you didn't think Limp Biscuit was Linkin Park. Like, you know, yeah, I feel like yeah. some people thought like the, the pop packs were kind of a lot similar because they had the same similar sounds. Like, um, that's why they try to recreate, like, you know, the Britney image and stuff like that on certain girls. But yeah, I feel like um, with new metal, I feel like they all were different. Like, even like POD, like in like the the reggae influences and stuff like that. Like they were all just different, different artists. Yeah, I think the the power of new metal was that it was so laser focused in on innovation and in, in integrating new influences, and that's why all every band in the genre that managed to catch hold and uh in the public imagination sounded so different and it's also why we struggle to define the genre and why so many bands feel like they can just be like well we may have had a turntablist and four percussionists but we're not new metal so wes actually doesn't consider biscuits to be new metal uh wes said wes said that new uh biscuit will be considered rap rock if anything which i guess like i feel like that's kind of almost like it's like one of the same pretty much it's sort of the venn diagram is like very it's like it's the venn diagram is almost a circle at that point but i feel like crazy town is actually more rock rock than you know if i can if i can can dump crazy town off on another genre i'm cool with that so (laughs) i love crazy are you serious okay 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 why what is your what is your dilemma with 
So the thing about the thing about Crazy Town is Crazy Town to me was like the beginning of the effort of major label people like nepotism babies and stuff because uh something the the Binzer Seth Binzer is like mm-hmm. the child of some big record exec or something like that and uh, I think that they were like the beginning of that effort to sort of uh, create a successful new metal band rather than one happens. Uh, they sort of took a look but at they were a lot successful. of the what they were successful. No, I know that, but they weren't successful because they they toured hard and worked at it. They sort of got together and were like, okay, how do we make a successful band out of all of these styles? And then you know they kind of settled on that, like, well, Limp Bizkit raps and stuff, so we'll rap and we need a DJ and and it, and it doesn't really work for me. I don't think that the music itself came out that good. Although I will tell you this, I do appreciate that their drummer for that first album was 60 years old. I think that was great. That, you know, really, really unique. I don't, I can't think of any other band, young band like that, that'd be like, but we need a drummer in his sixties. I think those first two albums were incredible. I, I love them. And I need you to know, I respect that totally. Like people, people come around and they think that they, they can't say certain new metal albums are good. Like every time I say anything about Metallica, St. Anger, people will be like, well, I like St. Anger. And I'm like, great. I wish I did. I think it's a lot more fun to like albums than it is to dislike them. So I would never hold that against anybody. Yeah. It's very rare that I like dislike music. I listen to like genres, but I feel like, I just feel like all, I appreciate all music for what it is, even if I'm not like obsessed with it. Like I still appreciate it for what it is. Honestly, that's the direction we should all aspire to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I generally agree. I generally agree, but there's just times though, I, I hate to say it. There's just times where being a hater is a lot of fun. I love every now and then I love to be a hater. N- not always, not always, <laughs> but there's just some stuff where it's like, man, how can I not be a hater for this? It's just, it's so much fun. It's, it's so that, much fun to be a hater. It's that it's that slug of whiskey that you know you shouldn't, but you just gotta. Maybe the morning after is not I would gonna say, be I, so I, great, but I should say, like, I prefer to be a hater for things where it's like, okay, like I'm not punching down on something if I'm gonna be a hater for it. Like, you know, something like new metal. Like, I don't want to hate on new metal or like new metal acts because new metal is. In, I mean, still, I would say at this point in time, is like an underdog genre. You know, like I think the part of the appeal of new metal for a lot of people was the fact that, you know, there's just a lot of like disaffected youths that really mm-hmm. kind of saw themselves in the music and felt like yeah, underdogs exactly. in life. And it was like a harmless cult. <laughs> like a exactly. Harmless, harmless cult that every now and then, I mean, we look at like Woodstock 99. I watch Woodstock probably at least once a month. Like I, I have to watch Woodstock 99. Like I just, something about the nostalgia of it, it just takes me back. Like I know, like I say has a lot of like, pain disparity and i apologize but i just i can't i can't just go without seeing that uh like this performance or the corn performance oh, yeah, or yeah. the dmx performance like i have to like go back and watch these things like i, have I think for better or worse there's just there's so much time separated between like when it happened versus now where it's just like you can only i mean at this point like like i just look back and, like the spectacle of it all is just insane like how many people were there and like just how many of them were into the into like just I mean the uh bl- the corn blind performance, like just oh seeing that God. crowd, holy shit! Crazy. Like just in, in the palm of their hand, Crazy. you know, like just hundreds of thousands of people, insane. I think that's probably also just one of the that's an, that's a very defining new metal song as well. Like it's actually one of the first ones to like really hit the scene and like leave us off our feet. Like it was like it was literally the first one to hit the scene, and I think it's cool that 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 the like the genres mountaintop moment could be them doing it in 1999 like the end of the decade the end of new metal's most triumphant Mm -hmm. era like that's such a cool way to go about it and i just want to say the red hot chili peppers the ones that fucked that up for everybody not corn corn did not do that okay how's that explained so red hot chili peppers went up so it was a mixture of things the the main blame falls upon the festival's organizers they scheduled it to be they they they, the location was on a tarmac you know, on a big slab of pavement, which is just what you want in the summertime. And water was expensive and hard to get. And they hired a security team that was bussed in from a nearby prison. So they didn't give a shit. They were just happy to be out for a weekend. And then when it comes down to the very Wait, end. Wait, hold festival, on. Rewind. What'd you just say? Wait. Is that what <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, 
you know, the, the festival organizers, the people that actually put it together, want to go on this documentary, that documentary, talk out the side of their neck. Like we, we hired Limp Biscuit. We didn't know they were going to play break stuff. Good heavens. Good heavens. One of their the, biggest hits. Like, what do you mean? They based, they, they booked this, they did the, they set the festival up to be as cheap as possible and overtaxed all of the kids that were there. So they set that, they set it up to be on a military tarmac, black pavement. It was a hundred degrees every day that weekend and bottles of water cost like $8. Like, like fuck you. And the porta potties were poorly cared for. The security staff didn't give a shit. And interesting. Cause like they were already making tons of money. Like that kind of people were there. I felt like you didn't need to do that. But then red hot chili peppers come out toward the very end of the festival. They played after, Oh man, the last band. I don't think it was the last. I think it was. I think. I think they had. I think did they, they headline the first night or the second night. I'm third trying to night. remember. You know what? It was the third night, and they were the last band. They were the last band of the entire festival. And oh, really? yes, and during their set, um, these very well-meaning people passed out candles for for people to hold aloft for victims of gun violence. Columbine had just happened, and then Red Hot Chili Peppers were like, "Man, this is crazy." We should play Fire by Jimi Hendrix. So they did, and they burnt the whole fucking festival down. Literally, like people burned the the tents and the buildings in the back and stuff. And Red Hot Chili Peppers just played their set. I feel like blaming the band is just weird energy, though. I feel like blaming the band is weird. Like you shouldn't blame any of the bands. Like I, I think again, most of the blame should go to the organizers for just being like for being fucking cheap and like not properly organized, like not hiring proper security uh not you know but picking a better location just just all it, it is like in terms of like festive just in terms of just concert promotion festival organization it is like every single way they that you could have like messed that up they messed it up well think about it this way think about it this way imagine if that crowd imagine if they had been like we are with you know things are getting out of hand we have decided to cancel limp biscuit set i don't think that crowd would have been like you know what fair enough Fair enough, and and headed home, you know. Then you'd have had a real, you want a real riot, a real riot on their hands. Um, I'm looking at this article that Maddie slid me here. Is this about corn? Oh, this is about corn doing some wrestling stuff, right? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because they can't they can't leave corn out of wrestling. Oh, this is like 2009, <laughs> 2009 though. Yeah, but I mean, I'm glad that they got him in there and uh, they used right now, which so is this, this dubstep corn. No, 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 no. We're not. We're not there yet. You, you, <laughs> you like you like dubstep corn. If I support a band, I support their new direction. That's just point blank. Like even okay. So like on still sucks. Like this gets new album. They, they have a pop record on there which is called Goodbye, and that was Fred's intention. He wanted to go a completely different direction, and have something that people like the commercial audience can like you know gra- like gravitate towards. Like that could have easily fit in with Sam Smith and, you know, Sean Mendez on, on the pop radio. Like that, that was a great song, you know? Moreover, I think that, I think that what still sucks in particular, Fred was just like, I've done all I need to do. I'm going to make that. I'm going to make an album I want to make. I want to make, yeah. I feel like all were like, yeah, like even like, Wes said that those are his best riffs ever. And, and um, from Out of Style to Dirty Rotten Biscuit and that, like, I feel like they definitely brought something like that was like, still the biscuit that we know, but something new and something fresh and something funky. I feel like that's what they were intending to do. And they have like this, the grunge songs, they have the, the cover, like Don't Change, which is like a little bit more of a different vibe. And then they have like Empty Hole, which is one of my favorites. Like, it's so good. And I think that one is just Sam and Fred, which is like, it's a nice little guitar, little bass line. It's super hot. Where would you rank that in their discography? Ooh, okay. Still sucks is up there. I think I like Still Sucks better than I like Questionable Truth, obviously. I feel like it's just that's not really like an album. But I don't I don't hate any of the biscuit album. Like I know the chocolate from start to finish, but um it's chocolate starfish is just like it it it's definitely number one. Like I feel like that's more my vibe. It's do I like it better than Hmm. So I really like Results and Berry as well. I think Results and Berry is a really good album. You don't people don't talk about it enough, but I think it's very good. Okay, I what, hate that album. Do you really? I hate that album. Why? There's because a lot of good songs on there. 
Fred, because he's a clever dude, sort of took the temperature in the room, like where the winds were blowing at that time. Mm. He saw stain shifting crazy amounts of units. And he's like, well, let's make a stained album. And I don't think Fred can pull that off at all. I want to say too, I think Fred's vocals grew so much on that album. If you listen to a lot of the songs, like, I mean, also too, it was like the writing was a lot more personal and he had just went through the breakup with the pop star, you know, Britney Spears. I don't, I don't really want to say her name. <laughs> I, you, I think you yeah, can like, say her name Spears. at this point. Yeah. I don't think he's talking about it like, like that anymore. I don't know. You have to let me know if Britney reaches out, like, how dare you? Right? <laughs> okay so i'll say alleged it's alleged <laughs> is it i thought it was a, a sure wait britney or christina both no 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 it was christina there's no way there's no way britney in that era would have let that go on no so anyways <laughs> um no i think uh, i just i like rmb because like i feel like his vocals grown it was a little bit more diverse it was less of the rapping but it was still like good like it was it was a lot of really good tracks on there that like, could have been solid singles um, i'm trying to like okay but if i also probably go chocolate starfish significant other rmb probably still sucks after that is really good though i wish your mind i wish i could get in you know i need it this is really changing the way i, <laughs> I i've got to get into this mindset because now you're you're making me feel like a lame because I uh, so many of these albums I'm just like that album sucks and it's like it's okay like, I'm just, that's your homework you gotta go ahead and go back and re-listen to R&B in full and listen to Gold Cobra in full you are gonna listen really listen to it and really get into it you're gonna be so shocked like oh this is actually really good Maddie like, have you ever listened to that era of Limp Bizkit? uh I mean I listened to Still Sucks when it came out um but otherwise, a lot of the stuff, yeah, from like 2011 to 2003 is definitely a bit of a blind spot for me. You're an itty bitty baby compared to us. You're. 20. I mean, again, yeah, again, I, I, I'm, I'm here as the pro wrestling guy, not as the new metal guy. Unfortunately, uh, even though I do, I do like new metal, but I'm not as like dedicated to it a, a, as you are. Like, I don't I, like the the number of new metal albums that I've listened to it in full. I could probably count on like maybe one hand, which makes me being here feels like I shouldn't be here, but. I was I'm asked your new metal card, Maddie. <laughs> I have I, never in my life seen a WrestleMania in full. I've never seen more than 15 minutes of a WrestleMania at a time. I, so, you guys I mean, it's in it's, it's in LA this year. It's in LA this year. Should I, we I'm, go? I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. But again, I I, I know. Of course, we're talking we're talking to the competition here, so I I don't want I don't want to speak too too much. Uh, <laughs> oh, we, oh, we are. Uh, yeah, I mean, AW versus WWE. You know, that's that's the you know. That that's the current you know AEW is you know the 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 current competitor promotion to WWE right now, but you know, I th- again I, I think the competition is just sort of like again everyone's chill with each other at this point at least at least the wrestlers like yeah. I I, was, I cannot speak for the wrestlers because I'm not a professional wrestler but from what I hear it seems well, like I everyone's confirm. chill. I can confirm a lot of us uh, support each other for sure like because we all have like friends in in the other company like it's like they let you know they support us and we support them like you know exactly. there's a lot of there's a lot of personal connections like aside from just business like there's a lot of personal connections. Yeah, and also like it's like more people getting paid to professional wrestle. That's great. Like more opportunities for everybody. It's, it's it's sick, you know, to see you know like especially like after like what seemed like after I mean especially you know I mean twenty years ago when WCW was shut down, you know, it's crazy because I don't think anyone fully expected to to get back to this point where it's like hey, there's like two competing promotions that are like on pretty equal standing, where like a lot of the you know guys and girls in betweens backstage have just like a lot of you know they have choices now. Whereas before, it's just like, oh, it's like, well, it's like if you want to, you know, it's like Dobie, maybe TNA when they're at their peak. But now it's like, hey, there's like plenty of opportunities for, for everyone to kind of go and get work and, and do stuff like that, which I want to I want to talk about. Of course, we, we mentioned at the beginning the, the Limp Biscuit thing where you perform with them. If I remember correctly, uh, was it John Silver and Chuck Taylor wrestling in the background on stage? That is correct. Yes, we were on stage. Um, actually, so backstage, um, we had this idea to do like a like a kind of SNL skit, which I don't know if you guys saw that part too. If you guys didn't, I'll link you guys later on. But that was super super funny. And then there's like there was like a guy like a series of concerts. Like he's super super funny, and he's basically like um 
like getting the crowd all riled up saying like you guys we were taking polls for just do you guys like this genre this genre the genre and like the whole crowd was like booing like get off the stage <laughs> so hilarious um also too okay this is so controversial i probably shouldn't say this on the podcast <laughs> i probably should not say this so okay so this has been crazy in um at madison square garden because i was there for that show too and i'm sorry i'm going off a little going a little off track but i'll get back on track in a little bit Keep going, keep going. Okay, so um, Madison Square Garden, Fred's like, I done something last night. I usually do it like this. And then one of them, she was awesome. Like, and he pointed to me in the crowd. I'm not going to say because it's really explicit. But (laughs) um, yeah, you'll have to look it up. I'll probably send that to you guys later too. But like the crowd was like, oh my God, is he talking to you? That's so nuts. (laughs) Like that is so wild. What did he say? He said he done some expletive things. To <laughs> expletive. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely link you to it later. I just, it's just so off the wall. <laughs> I feel so weird it. And then I'll make the call. We maybe we get into. Because he usually has like six or seven expletives, like, and then yeah, <laughs> it's just like really weird. <laughs> and it's just like wow. And he like points. He's like, he's like one of them. She was awesome. And then he points to me, and I was just like. And the fans are just like, he's talking to you. Anyways, my, going back to the actual point. Um, so yeah, we were forming Phil Nelson, which is a really good song. I love Phil Nelson. Um, um, he basically was like, I wanted to be like a monster on stage. Like that was the idea. So um, he was like, yeah, like you guys, we're going to grab some weapons for you guys. You guys can do that. And then Sunny, you'll be on vocals and we'll just, you know, we'll kill this shit. We'll have some fun. And uh, yeah, that's how, that's how it all went down. That's so kick-ass. I remember he was bringing people on stage during that tour to do Full Nelson, and I didn't, like, know that song for, like by heart like I should, so I was studying it on the way to when I saw them because I was like, I need, you know, okay. you get knocked the fuck out because your mouth's writing checks that your ass can't catch. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was like he calls me up there, and I don't know these it's lyrics. It's so easy. You're repeating what he says. What? Why is everybody always picking on me? Why is everybody always picking on me? Exactly. <laughs> But I gotta know those lyrics. I gotta know those lyrics. It's easy. Yeah. What about okay? Did you ever have any? Did you ever hear any of like Lil John's new metal stuff? You totally blanked. I only brought that up because that was like that was like Lil how Lil John would do his songs is he would say a line and then repeat the line in the very next line so people could sing along to it. And I was just excited about that because I feel like people don't know that he did new metal stuff. He like sampled Slayer and had Bad Brains on a track, and I was excited to tell people about that. I did not know that. I mean, I, I do like when artists like will like explore different genres like that, especially like one that's like super off wall for them. And I feel like because Janet Jackson has done Janet Jackson has done a song where I'll trust to try, which is like super inspired by Papa Roach. And what Alita, song? This is a song called Trust to Try. It's on her All for You album. Yeah, it's basically so she was listening to a lot of Papa Roach at the time, and also Aaliyah, I rest her soul, one of my favorite artists. Um, she did a two songs i can be is based off deftones and I, I think and i think what if is based off of corn i'm sorry nine inch nails holy she was a, shit alia was a big nine inch nails fan she was a big kind of rock music in general wait and what was that first song trust to try no no no. what was the first Aaliyah song oh i can be it's like i, I think it's based off deftones if i'm not mistaken oh she my was god like a, wow. you know she was in the movie um and the damned and deftones did the soundtrack I'm so fucking excited about that. Um, uh, I've posted the What If song by Aaliyah, and I also have posted What About by Janet Jackson, because I feel like those both... Love those songs. Love those songs. But definitely check out Trust to Try. I think that, that you will... I think that will be on repeat. You'll love that song. I'm, I'm like... I'm Trust like to Try right and I Can Be, super good song. Oh, my God. Uh, have you ever heard about... Um, uh, it's called Only You by Brandy. You mean Ashanti. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I'm leaving yes. it in there. I'm leaving it I'm in there. I'm a big Ashanti fan, too. So, yeah, no, Only You is really, really, really good. Uh, that guitar riff is... Really heavy guitar riff in that. Out of, this, out of this world. It's amazing. Yeah. Love that. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. Can't wait to check those out. Um, I think, too, Brandy has a song called... Um, I tried, and I think that, that it samples. Um, why am I playing game? Brandy has a song called "I Try," and it samples. 
Why am I ranked? See, I'm, I'm looking this up right now. Just um, uh, I want to see. Uh, uh, I think Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Yes. Yes, and I was like, damn! Oh my god, this is so good. So good. It samples Iron Maiden and Coldplay. Coldplay, exactly. I cannot wait to hear this song. I'm so glad <laughs> you started recommending stuff because this is crazy. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I love that crossover too between rap and R and B and new metal because Pharrell at the same time was was giving quotes in the interviews. He was like, "The energy that like Limp Bizkit and, and Papa Roach are giving off is something yeah. we need." And uh, N E R uh, N E R D did last a song. Dance. Last with, dance, yeah. You can get well, this last dance here for free. They did that, and then they yeah. also did a song called "Never Look Back" on the Biker Boys yes, 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 with Papa Roach. And then how about and Black Eyed Peas? Black Eyed Peas, Anxiety, yeah. I wonder why they gravitated. People seem to gravitate toward Papa Roach so much when they came out. I've always thought Jacoby Shaddix was an underrated rapper. I agree, even though he said he didn't want to do rapping anymore. But I think best rapping was incredible. Well, he made like a the pivot. He made like a commercial. I think he made like that pivot that people made where it's like, okay, we got to be a hard rock band now. Like we can't do new metal anymore. And he was right. It was clever, but. Did you I'm, like um, Biscuit's cover of Home Sweet Home? Oh, I think I've only heard it like once. Can't say I know it that well. It's wonderful. What, who, did <laughs> home, who did Home Sweet Home originally? Um, Isn't that, um, dude, why are we blanking today? Oh my God. Uh, Home Sweet Home is, uh, 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 um, what's the band that Nikki Sixes? Oh, I mean, like, this is bad. <laughs> I'm leaving all this in. I usually cut oh silences my God, out. I'm so <laughs> I usually cut silences, but this is not this time. Uh, everything. Uh, Molly Crew. <laughs> wow. Oh <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we are terrible today. Oh, buddy. <laughs> was uh Tommy Lee in Molly Crew? I share birthday with Nikki Six, so that's how I know well, it took you a minute, but you did remember. Wasn't that Tommy Lee's band too? Yeah. I like that Tommy Lee parlayed his uh his uh Pamela Anderson incident into a new metal career. Really? You know this. Yeah, but certain things, you know, I can't speak on being a public figure. <laughs> I just have to <laughs> you guys do that, you know? You know? Yeah. Listen, Sonny, from one public figure to another, people <laughs> The people want to hear us speak on these things. So if you've no, got some insight. I love and respect everybody. And I always will. That's always going to be my vibe. Sorry. And I, I genuinely do. There's not really much in the in the, in the line like that I'm like, ill or that's gross. Like, I let people do what they do because that's what, you know, live your own life. Like, make your own decisions. Make your own mistakes. We all we all got skeletons. It's like, I'm not going to like look at you and yuck or yum. Like, do what you do. Mm-hmm. To be fair, his new metal music is definitely pretty ill. So, you know, <laughs> that's fine. Do you remember um, the song Get Naked? Yes. That's my jam. Lil Kim, <laughs> Lil Kim takes off on that song. Best verse in the song. She killed it. When oh, I God. DJ it, I skip right to her verse. Okay, no problem, John. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, we don't, we don't need these. I don't need to hear Tommy Lee rap about his Woody Woody. We'll just, we'll just skip right to the good stuff. <laughs> It's a great song. Did anyone need to hear that? No, nobody needed to hear that. So, yeah, and I think, but I think that he kind of gravitated towards, or gravitated, he just ran for new metal because it was like the only genre that would have him. He's got to pick something as ostentatious as his moment in time. So good good for him, sort of. Didn't really work out, but good for him, kind of. Anyway, <laughs> uh, do you want to just speak though a little bit on your career right now? Like we don't have to, you know, not, doesn't even have to be new metal related, just where you're at, where you're going. Yeah, um, so right now I'm uh I'm currently a heel on TV, a little background Um I'm with Trustbusters. Um, I was gonna I was gonna ask, do do the Trustbusters do they fuck with new metal? Okay, not really. Um I think uh, <laughs> uh, I think does, I think Slimmy does a little bit. But, okay. um yeah, I think uh, I think they does too. Yeah, no, they, they do. I don't think they do it as much as I do. I'm sure they like it. I'm sure they like the metal songs. But yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I know Davari had posted uh, Nine Inch Nails on his story not too long ago. I think like he used one of the. I think he used uh, one of the songs. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're into it, but not as much as I do. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no. So I went to Trustbusters. Um, when the idea came to me uh, in like August, it was super awesome. I was like. Okay, like finally being called back to TV. This is cool. This is cool. And they're like, um, okay, you're gonna be like 
Because, like, I think TK told um, Megan to call me, who's like, um, they both work in the office. And um, she's like, okay, TK has this idea where he thinks you're going to be a really good manager. But um, I ended up wrestling more than I thought I was going to wrestle. So I was like, oh, that's cool. But it was supposed to be like, um, here's this team. You have like Ari Davari, Parker, and uh, Slim J. And like, you're going to be kind of like the manager of LA. I'm like, okay, like, and you're going to turn heel on Orange Cassidy. And it's like, what better person to turn heel on than Orange Cassidy? Like, that's super that's just, cool. That's just instant heat right there. It's yeah. Instant heat. Um, yeah, no, but I've been having so much fun with the guys. Um, and I just, I'm super, super, like, I love them. I'm super grateful that I didn't get the team with them. They're super cool. Ha- hashtag trust the bus. That's, that's again. Um, and bus we trust. That's the best to hashtag. <laughs> again. And uh, turning heel means being like the bad guy. Bad girl. Yeah, the villain. I just learned what it means to like sell something. Right? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Did I, did I teach you that one? I hope so. Because I, feel like I, I had, had to, to have. What does it mean, Kurt? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah. We're, um, we're, we're, this, this, is, this is the quiz show now. Okay, we're, right. We're, so, we're, selling, when, you get, when you're selling something, right? It's when you take a hit and you make it look impactful. Whereas <laughs> failing. I would count it. Yeah, I, I count it. I would count it. I, I, I that, that's in that's in the ballpark. I would I would count that as a as a correct answer, right? Because then when you when you don't sell something, you like you take the hit and you you kind of just are like, Ugh. whereas like the really good sells that people have sent me or showed me are people like they get hit and they do like fucking backflips and crazy stuff. Like I'm like, <laughs> mm. all right. So I, what is it then? What is it? No, you got it right. You, you got it right. right. No, you got it right. Yeah, no, that, that is correct. Like, selling is just sort of like, again, when you get hit with a move, you just have to, you know, you, you have to perform the, the p- perform like what that move is doing to you. Some ways it's, you know, you have like the more realistic sellers, like like a Bret Hart versus the more like uh, theatrical sellers, like a Shawn Michaels of people that, that, are, that, are, that are both very valid ways to sell, but are yeah. still like very much, you know, it's essentially like playing to the crowd being like, hey, you know this move hey this move hurt or hey this is how this move impacted me you yeah. know we were watching we were watching some wrestling clips on on twitch the other day and i had to muse to everyone i was like man kids must have really fucked themselves up replicating these moves back in the day yes <laughs> i was a, i was a backyard i was a, a backyard trampoline wrestler for for a time in like uh, <laughs> yeah. elementary school so what, what was like your best called i think my our fed was called uh it was kwf kids wrestling Ooh, federation gonna, uh, that was the original name very original very original and then up, um <laughs> i know i love to hear it let's go i want to know i, mean, what I would, I would say the most the, the most new metal form of wrestling i would still say is backyard wrestling because like i did watch i mean i watched the movie growing up you know um but like the the backyard wrestling forums back in the day like i got obsessed with backyard wrestling in like the late 2000s like all the trampoline feds and all all that stuff just because i was like this is raw this is pure even though like if i went back to watch like some of those matches i'd be like wow these kids fucking suck at pro wrestling they're awful (laughs) but at the time you know like just you know because you know with pro wrestlers a lot of them you know like you know it's it's a lot of older people it's people that are you know over 18 so i guess i was just like more connecting with people like oh these are people who are like my age you know doing pro wrestling even though like oh god they should not have been doing that because that's really like you gotta get you know the thing with wrestling is that like you gotta like training is very very important you know like knowing how to take a bump and knowing how to you know not get as hurt as you probably could without training whatsoever um but that's a whole different conversation is backyard Uh, wrestling something formal or is it just a bunch of dudes it's very un- unformal, I would say, at this point. I don't, I don't know if there's like really that much of a, of a backyard wrestling scene at this point in time. Even even though you would think that oh. it would be popping off more than more than you would think it'd be popping off like crazy because of you know the, how the internet has has evolved. But I, I mean, again, I, I haven't seen a whole lot of like backyard wrestling feds. But again, I I don't. <laughs> maybe I mean, maybe they did make a whole video game out of it though <laughs> that is true i mean but that was but that was back in the 2000s that was when it was like I, I i feel like that was when it when like backyard wrestling was at its peak you know and they used tons of era. new metal to like uh, for highlight packages like they used tons of new metal. i think a lot of people used um headstrong and like stuff like oh, that God. 
which is I, a great, I, which is a great song to listen to when you're gonna lose a fight. It's like <laughs> we just we just did we just did an episode. We just did an episode about that album, and it really struck me. I was like, I was like, for a song called Headstrong, he really sounds like he's about to cry. Like it's, it's kind of his whole delivery on that one. Okay, <laughs> you want, man? You back people, off. Hate, people hate the band because of Chris's views, or they just think he's just bad in general, or the band is bad in general. Like I'm curious. I don't. I think that that album is very competent and not great. Uh, I really don't. I do. You know what? I, that's one. Of, that's one of the only new metal albums I haven't listened to in full. You, I bet you'll like it, and I hope you do. I really do. I really do. I don't, I don't know how long you listen to it now, though. But I don't know. We'll see. Well, okay. So here's the thing, right? Is like there's a schism between artists that are. I'm going to use the biggest air quotes over here. Cancelled, and other artists that are just jackasses. So like Chris Taylor Brown, he goes on and he does his like little right wing content creator shtick, and I'm just kind of like meh like people will come around and they'll be like they'll be like why are you? like i've posted headstrong i think once and somebody and people were like were like why are you posting this and i'm like his career is dead who cares like okay so like, that's that's what when i posted that i was like is there any bad new metal and like eight people said trap yes yes and i was like are people saying trapped is bad because of ctb's views or they just actually don't like his music because either way it's fine like you're I, I understand. You They're I mean? not great. They're not great. Okay. That's what I was curious about because the music is good music. But if you say that he's they're bad because of CTV's views, I can understand that too. And I respect that. But they're they're another one of those symptoms of a band coming along uh and getting sort of manufactured into a very pop new metal act. And that was around the time when new metal stopped rocking. It was like it was like, here's how we write pop new metal songs. It was sort of toward the end of the phenomenon. But don't worry, they do suck. So, you know, well, but you will, you're going to like them. Like, that's the fun thing about the Sunny Kiss experience is you're just going to put them on. You're going to put them on. You're going to be like, hell yeah, I will I take you on. I have, a whole, I have a whole CD collection. I have a bunch of CDs over here. I was just looking at them too. Like, they're all just like right here is like chilling. Um, there's a band called Dark, there's no Dark Halo. Oh, now who's now I'm getting my card pulled. They're no. not they're not new metal though. They're more like cyber oh, cyber metal, kind of like and like the industrial metal. They're like a little they're new little, metal. I don't do that. <laughs> they're more like cyber industrial. Okay, so they're new metal. I I don't think do I, okay, so, okay, so have you played the video? No, you probably haven't. <laughs> oh gosh, what is this? They're reckoning too. Which one? They are reckoning two no oh no no so for the gamecube right so yes yeah, so the dave will miller who's like actually a friend of mine shout out dave hey dave um he um did the soundtrack him and his band uh who's a dark halo they did the soundtrack and um it's really really good music it's like yeah it's like cyber metal like but it's super super awesome and uh i was just looking at my cd over here too and dave signed it for me he's the best but um yeah no i what were we talking about? I just kind of got off topic. <laughs> I want to hear more about your CDs that you got right there. I got, uh, let's see. So I got, obviously, this. Can we get that? Yeah, you see it? Okay, here we go. What else we got? Uh, hmm. Oh, this is a really good one. This is, this is a bomb new metal album. Crossfade? Yes, it's so Oh, my good. God. Yeah, Crossfade fucking rocks. I oh, love yeah, Crossfade. you're a Crossfade guy. I'm, I'm, a, cross, I'm a Crossfade head. Uh, again, so far away cold colors so far away is my jam i love that song too i like starless i have this one nice the fucking cold debut oh i like how she i like how she's now literally pulling my card okay this is one of the most the most underrated new albums of all time and i feel like the reason why this album did not get off the ground is because it came a little bit too late i feel like Debuting a new metal album in 2004. I feel like it's a little bit late, 2004-2005, uh, because at that point we're moving more into like rap again. I feel like also post grunge was still a thing. I think it was like more pop punk post grunge rap. Mm -hmm. I feel like it, new metal wasn't really kind of like popping the same way. But this album is so Whoa, good. We got the so physical good. copy of Wicked Wisdom in the building. I Holy love shit. Wicked Wisdom. <laughs> I, I think Wicked Wisdom is absolutely amazing. I feel like start to finish that album is so good. 
And if I if I were a metal singer, I would want an album like that. that Bro, is- you're up there. You got Paul. You got to reach out to Jada. It, it's like crazy to me that that's not on streaming. Yeah, I, it's it's baffling to me. Like, girl, <laughs> this album. Like, first of all, the guitar riffs on "Bleed All Over Me." The song is huge. And, it's uh, amazing. God, what's the other song? Something inside of me. Like, dude she needs to especially with like willow ascendant because willow's gonna pivot to new metal i believe i believe it's inevitable yeah. her dog's name is like corn like literally her, her, dog dog's, is, name is corn. her yeah. dog's name is corn so <laughs> it's any minute now for for them and yeah jaden needs to make that happen like that's a big i think that's a bigger part of her legacy uh, their legacy than than is giving credit for that's crazy that you just pulled that one out on me like yeah I'm, you know what it's yours it's your show now I'm a, I'm, I'm a <laughs> I told you I am I am not that wise. Obviously, those I have of course I have to have this. Like that's just obvious. God, this is crazy. Uh, yeah. Of course I have to have it. This isn't new metal, but it's still awesome. of course, of course. That's that's I might I'm trying to induct that one. I kind of want to take that one away. You want to induct like, that one? Oh, that was Blink 182's uh, untitled record, by the way. Hybrid Theory. Like I look, I didn't. Okay. I, I wish I had more stuff in arm's reach. I'll tell you that much because I'm just over here and I'm like, yeah, okay. I got my multivitamins, you know, gotta have multivitamins. Um, bomb. Ow. So good. Bomb. Not, yeah. What's your bomb. favorite Slipknot album? <sighs> this is so fun because you just love all, all music. So it's like, what's your favorite or, or what's your least favorite? And you're like, I can't do this. I, can't I think do- is a really good. I think it's probably my favorite. I, I I think it's one of the most consistent albums. Like, hmm. Maddie, this is making me want to go back in time and like never read a Pitchfork review or because <laughs> like this is such an interesting phenomenon. I don't know if I've ever met anyone that truly loves like all music because like I know I ain't that guy. <laughs> you know, me and Maddie, it's a struggle for me and Maddie. We listen yeah. to music. We listen to music and we're just like, mm, I don't know about this. The shimmer on it is a bit off. And, you know, some of these, they could have sequenced it a little better. And you're just over there. You're just like, this kicks ass. Man. Yeah. So, like, if, I, I like if, you, if an album is structured, like, very well, like, I can tell. Like, mm-hmm. the way they put songs and how it is on the track listing. And it's, it's important. It's important for how it flows. Because you have to have an album flow really well. Like, oh, my God. Before we before we get too far, I'm, I need to know, have you ever seen the Wicked Wisdom performance that I think like Download Festival? I watch that all the time. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and, and it's so great when it cuts yeah. to Will Smith and he's like, <laughs> he's, yeah. like he's like, well, he's like, I, uh, come on. Like that album is so good. I, it needs its due. It's like so many new metal albums where it's like, I, how is this not on streaming? And people just, so people just don't know. I need to post them today. I need to post I'm them. I'm trying to get all the ones that are in arm's reach because I have a couple more. I'm trying to get all the ones that are like, I can reach them. <laughs> like without knocking everything down. <laughs> God, oh, Godsmack, Awake. Awake's a good one. I like Awake more than their, their album before that. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I like a lot of music. <laughs> Flex! Flexing <laughs> all over me. This is ridiculous. Oh my God. This is crazy. Maybe I should just turn the account over to you for a day. <laughs> I mean, if you're looking for a co-host, I'm your gal. No, <laughs> Could you imagine if we had Sunny Kiss on the show like every week? That would be that would be nuts. Listen to this album. Listen to it. Listen to it. It's so good. I got to give it another shot because I've been smiling that one hard you for, for years, and that was results my very. I know we don't. You know, I totally get it. Like, I understand because Wes isn't on the album at all. But give Mike his just due. Mike Smith killed. Mike's good. It. Mike's he good. Killed it. Yeah. He killed it. All the tracks that Mike is on, because he's not on the entire album. But because I think a lot of the songs are done with just Fred, Sam, and John. Fred was playing a little too much guitar on that one for sure. Um playing a little I think too the, much. <laughs> what do you mean? You were the guy was guy wasn't a guitar player. He's like, give me that acoustic. He's playing some acoustic guitar. I they, I think if Mike had been on it more, it would have been a better album. Wow. Because when Mike gets to do his riffs, you know, he the, the is it eats you alive. Ill. That album is I mean, sorry, that song is just the the, the, the tar riff in that is perfection. The biggest problem with it is the best song that should have been on it isn't on it, and that's crack addict. It, it's like I okay, I will say those B-sides, like 
are so good. Um, what's it called? Uh, Shot is so good. Um, you ever heard his song with Eminem? Is it Turn Me Loose? Turn me loose. Oh man, I love that song. I love that song too. <laughs> his body's powerful. <laughs> I no way at all. <laughs> that would have changed the world if that had come out. I agree. I think that like those, all those B-sides, from Chocolate Starfish in that time and Masase Berry would have been great. That the B sides are an all are a whole album as a whole, like in itself. I think that'll be really dope if he like released that. I actually have one. I have like an unofficial B sides record of theirs. Really? Um yeah, I wonder if I should maybe host that on my website. I think it was. I mean look, there's a whole um like playlist with all the b-side songs and i was like yeah like, even like a lot of the comments were like fred why didn't he just release this these songs were like you know as an album but i also i uh Wes said that biscuit has so many songs that are unreleased like a lot but fred just is very hard on himself and he's like i don't like it i don't like it i don't like it but i hear that we have like a lot of songs that we haven't heard of and they're just like not putting it out because fred is a perfectionist he should start dropping tracks like like how Lil Uzi Vert used to do. And we just get one like every week on SoundCloud. We just get a new SoundCloud song from Limp Bizkit every single week. Or or go a step above and go RxK Nephew and drop a song every day on every YouTube day. or something. We get one every day. And they put they put some of these songs from the B-sides of Girls Barry. They put that on greatest hits. So like Lean On Me, um, Why, um, what else? was on there uh they turned uh press your luck into the intro which is all around the world you know me like that was in the that was actually in um the song what's it called uh am i thinking now press your luck what other new metal bands have you seen live because so I, I was at like, a lot of festivals i seen a lot of bands you know and at one time so i was there for the best year Papa Roach, Papa Roach, um, and a tribute that they did um, to Chester was Emotionless and White was there too. Um, Air Tooth, um, hmm, ICP, obviously. Uh, obviously. Can we call ICP new metal? Are we allowed to do that? I think, honestly, with the way, like I said, the way the critics view anyone from that I was era. just thinking that. I was like spiritually. Anybody could be new metal. Three three doors down could be new metal. No, no thanks. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that genre and time, like that's what they did. Like Vertical Horizon had one of the biggest albums. No, no thanks. No, you can keep them too. But I love, yeah. I love all, I love all those guys. I'm a big fan of all of those. Guys. I'm saying that because of the time that they came out, like Filter and all that stuff, they all could be. We'll take Filter. We will take Filter. We'll take filter. We will t- I fucking love filter. We will take filter. No, wait, wait, you'll take filter, but you won't take vertical horizon. What? They're like not even close to the same. Have you only heard take a picture? You've heard more than no, that one song. No, no, right? no. I listen to their stuff. I do. I do. They are way up. They are not even close. Richard, if you're listening to this, I'm really sorry. I don't endorse <laughs> I don't endorse that statement at all. I love filter and I love vertical horizon too. So I don't know. I, filter, I, filter are the Beatles and the Rolling Stones combined compared to Vertical Horizon. So that slander will not stand on my show. And that is why but, the episode ends here. No. Uh, um, wow. but yeah. <laughs> no, because... see, people do give me that like rep of someone that's just like, oh, so all music is is new metal. I'm like, no, 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 no. You have to be able to like connect and draw lines between certain with, things. Yeah. But then I, I think guess. that the I think the Sunny Kiss school of thought where it's just like, yep, that's also oh, valid. That's also i was i was making the argument before i think some things are like it's like some things are just hard rock like some things are not new metal exactly and i feel like we have to kind of like even like like cole like now that i'm thinking about like said, cole has a lot of new metal songs but do they consider themselves a new metal band there are also and then they're well of course they don't that's how you play the game every new metal band has that to sounds like, too, like that sounds stuff like they don't, they don't consider themselves new metal like if you look up when you look up new metal and you look up like a lot of the blogs or like blogs or whatever these bands do not consider themselves new metal yes like almost all of them are like very much like this is like they're just affirming themselves from the, the genre which triples your new metal bona fides you have to say that it's really important <laughs> the moment that you deny it is the moment <laughs> that you like solidify yourself as new metal status it's that like, is yeah. hilarious so okay. like, hey, if you weren't new metal you wouldn't have to deny it what can i say 
That's true. Uh, okay. <laughs> the al- they are not beating the new metal allegations. That's for sure. That's for sure. I, and I really like it too when people will come around. People will literally say to me with their whole face and body, it'll be like, Slipknot's not a new metal band. And I'm like, buddy, you're not going to win this one. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to win this one. Oh, man. Um, well, uh, before we wrap this up, I was just wondering, can you just talk to the people a little bit about where you're at and where you're going? Introduce us to the future of Sunny Kiss. Uh, who knows the future? No one really knows. Anyways, I, this weekend we have AW Dark in Orlando. Uh, it's probably won't be out by then. If it will, I don't know. Is it? Okay. Uh, come check us out. Uh, Universal Studios. Uh, have some fun with us. It'll be a great time. Um, and yeah, uh, just keep following you know, my career and see, we'll see what happens next. And keep Everything's listening. Here. And all new metal is good. All new metal is good. Like that's that's a sunny kiss quote. And they'll take it from me. Listen to albums, not singles, not just singles. Listen to albums too, and you'll discover more that you actually like rather than just kind of like putting something off because you just heard one song. Listen to albums. That's what I do. And Jada, yeah. if, Jada, if you're listening, we need that Wicked Wisdom album. Girl, we need that Wicked Wisdom album. We need, I need another album. Get the band back together. Yeah, yeah. Get the band back together. Let's get some more hard shit on the radio. Slipknot brought it back to mainstream for a while because I think that their album went number one. And it was one of the only new albums that went number one in years. So shout out to Slipknot for that. Good points. Maddie, you're kind of on this one as a co-host and a guest. Why don't you also tell the people where you're at, where you're going? Uh, yeah, you can find me uh, as the host of the Indie Heads podcast. Find it wherever you find podcasts. We got a Patreon. Uh, I got a Discord server if you join that and all a bunch of other bonuses. But yeah, we're just talking. It's funny that we're called the Indie Heads podcast, but we like don't really talk about indie music that much these days. Like maybe like once in a blue moon, we'll talk about it. Um, but yeah, we're just kind of just, I mean, we got episodes coming up. We're doing, uh, we're, which actually we're doing an episode on uh, kind of new metal leaning uh, bands that are dressed as monsters so like slipknot kiss bands with masks all the, all that all those kind of shit we're doing an episode on that coming up uh although that might be already out by the time this goes up but we got we got a lot of stuff in the pipeline uh but yeah we're just doing well you know if you if you like you know looking back on on silly eras of music uh you know just take take a peep and, to and we, podcast truly we do we love looking back on silly eras of music so you know if you like our silly era you're going to like his silly era. So check him out. <laughs> and I am Holiday Kirk with the New Metal Agenda. Just reminding you, like Sonny said, be listening to New Metal. Lots of it. Lots of great A-list stuff, B-list stuff, C-list stuff. All of that shit. Great. All New Metal is good, too. I'm going to start saying that at the end of every episode. Because of you, I'm going to start saying all New Metal is good. Don't ever listen to me. Send my check. Why are you send my check? <laughs> I'm just I'm just. <laughs> I have no check. I'm just kidding. I'll send you one. It's going to bounce, but I will send you one. No problem. So y'all have a great day. You know, this is a morning edition. So I'm hoping you all have yourselves a great day and we'll see you next time.